Niall. Oh, nearly got it wrong there. Straight away. Is this the thing now, Kay? You've decided to call me Niall. This is the thing. I'm. This is the switch and stick. I don't think you can do that. You've got to go back to the original. Oh, it just, no. doesn't sound right to me. But then I, It doesn't then sound right. You've known me for how long now? Okay, all right. We'll stick with the, the original. Good. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Confused Goat. How have you been? I'm all right, thank you very much. Neil. It's quite cold, though, in Wales. Christmas is coming. Have you got your tree up here? My mother actually gave us a tree, and it's an, it's an amazingly realistic fake tree. Oh, lovely. Normally the fake, like my grandma had like the, the tinsel 1970s Christmas trees, you know, but this is like a realistic fake one. We've also got a realistic one um, that uh, the previous owner of this house left us in. It. It's like nine foot of it. Imagine carrying that on your shoulder. Well, you've, you've got to put it together in pieces or whatever. and um, Start in January. But it's, cut, it's got like this fake snow on it as well, which drops everywhere. So Lorna wanted to put it up, and I was like anti it. I was like, it's too early. I'm quite grumpy about it. Because <laughs> I, also I knew I'd have, to, I'd have to then clean up all this fake snow that just would just be dragged through the house. Anyway, I was quite grumpy about it, I'll be honest. Until about halfway through, and I decided, well, we needed to put Buble on. And basically, Buble changed my mood. Oh. He did. Uh, well, you can't be you can't be grumpy with Buble, but a Buble. <laughs> you can't. You can't. I've got this reggae Christmas album, which I freaking love. Oh really? It's just so good. It's, yeah, it's just like all the all the classics, but reggae style. It's just yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Because reggae's already happy, and Christmas songs are happy, and it's just like double happy. Happy, happy, merry Christmas. So how is your week here? So this week, my daughter's actually been um, a bit sick. My uh, my older daughter, and um, so we got like a. Um, a thermometer but it wasn't working very accurately yeah so we forked out quite a bit of money for this proper um thermometer and it's one that you can just like point at your head and it gives you a really accurate reading have you seen those yeah um but to test it my wife decided to test it on me but the only thing was because my daughter was sick she was sleeping with my wife in her bed and i was sleeping in my daughter's bed and so like i'm asleep in the middle of the night and my wife comes in and points this thing at my head and I thought it was a gun. I woke up. I thought she was pointing a gun at my head. Enough's enough. But it was just the temperature thing because she was testing it. Did you genuinely think this is it? I was just like, oh, she's, it's come to this. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So my week's been kind of dominated by... Um... Death threats. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the upside down? It was a Mondrian painting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'd hung it upside down for years. I mean, I thought it looked better the wrong way up. I could understand why it was the wrong way up. It looked better to me the wrong way up. So, <laughs> a bit embarrassing for the gallery, though. It was called New York City One. Right. And it was just, it was basically a whole lot of uh, red, yellow, and blue lines. You know, when, when kids are like, oh, I could have done that. It's like, no, you don't understand. There's a lot of... Um, depth to this and this represents blah, 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 blah. but actually you fucking hung it up the wrong way you don't even know what way it's supposed to go i wouldn't have fessed up to that would you no way abstract art man <laughs> i do i do like a bit of mondrian though, i'll be honest I, I, you know colorful squares there's a place for it there is a place for it there is a place like i don't mind a bit of um like tape modern contemplation room myself but yeah yeah i don't know like there's i don't put the same 
value on that as I put a really good Renaissance painting. And that's right. just because I'm like, I could do one of them in half an afternoon and the other one would take <laughs> me like half my life. Yeah. You're a little bit old school then. Maybe it's the kind of um, the 3D-ness of, of those those masters and the uh, and the fact that it was new. It was it was like the awakening of like a new way of seeing the world. And it kind yeah. of was really captured in those paintings. And then like abstract art's like a kind of a reaction to all that. It's like we've mastered, we can draw, we can paint anything now. We can make it super realistic. So let's fuck with that and do, and I get it. And that's great. And it's yeah, kind of yeah. progression really. And also with, with the Renaissance ones, you do tend to know which way to hang them up. <laughs> yeah, it's true. it's true. You can't really hang the Mona Lisa up the wrong way, can you? Unlikely. Toru, fa. Hey, this week I thought we'd do a new a new section. Okay. Deal. Yeah. Things New Zealanders say that Brits don't. Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, go go for it. Have you heard the ter- have you heard like oh too easy? No. We say too easy. It's like oh, do you mind picking up some guavas on the way home? Oh, too easy. Which means that I no like no problem. No problem. Can do that. Might even add a bro at the end. Too easy, bro. Unless it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if even if it is a girl, probably had a bro. Too easy, bro. Okay. Another one, loose unit. <laughs> no. He's a fucking loose unit, that guy. I so saw- wouldn't trust him around the kids. I get that one, but I've never heard it. And um, another one, mare. Had a bloody mare last night with a thermometer. Although, is that, do you use that in we, Britain, We've got Britain that. As well? Yeah, we have that one, mare. Having mare, a mare. Yeah. I also say, I, I think we say moza, but maybe that's just me and my brother. Say, oh, I'd have had a bloody Mozza. Mozza? No, we don't have Mozza. That might just be us. <laughs> but your family. <laughs> it's quite funny having moved to Wales. You know, grew up not far, too far away from here, but, you know, we're sufficiently far away that there is a difference in the way people use phrases and words and stuff I'd never heard before. So around here they say, if something's really good, they say it's tidy. Yeah, tidy. Oh, that tidy. is tidy, yeah. that is tidy. And they say it's, they say it a lot, like it is tidy. That is tidy. They say it about anything, like you know, a, a, a well cut lawn, or um, you know, a nice gift, or anything at all. It just means that's really good. But nice car. E- e- even better than really good is when like a, a guy who was a chap who was doing some plastering here was telling me that he was going to get something for his grandparents for Christmas that was going to be special tidy. <laughs> so there are levels of tidiness. You know what I mean? So it's quite Special interesting. Tidy. The yeah. other one they use a lot is um, it's hellish good. It's hellish good. They say hellish yeah, good. Wow. Hell, hellish. I don't know why, why, but yeah, people use hellish a lot. Uh, yes, that's interesting. But um, it's, yeah, just a certain little quirks that we we wouldn't get. Some like so if they say something, if they saw something that was really good. They'd say it was, around here. They'd say it was mint. That's mint. That is mint. Yeah, we say mint. That's proper, a, that's a New Zealand mint. thing as well. Is it? Mint. Yeah. And and it's even become minter. Oh, minter. Right. Um, yeah. It's so fast evolving, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you one phrase that annoys me quite a lot is you know when when they're like about to release something like there's that new Meghan and Harry doco about on Netflix that's a and and they say it's about to drop. Yeah. I find that quite irritating. I must admit. 
I must say, I am weirdly looking forward to this because it's just such a such a car crash scenario, isn't it? Totally it's, is, isn't it? It's going to be on a global level, like ah, uh, it's going like, to be brilliant. It's a six it's part six part thing, isn't it? If they're moaning six about parts. how bad how bad the family is, like, like whoever who else gets a million quid for moaning about how bad their family is? <laughs> what a dream scenario! <laughs> <laughs> It's quite big. Should we do some biggest understatements of all time? Oh, yes. What do you have? This one I thought was quite interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We have a small problem. All four engines have stopped. We're doing our damnedest to get them going again. I trust you're not in too much distress. And that was pilot Eric Moody after volcanic ash caused all four engines to fail on a British Airways flight near Indonesia. Uh... Many passengers, fearing for their lives, wrote uh, notes to relatives. One such passenger was Charles uh, Capwell, who scrawled, Ma, in trouble, plane going down, we'll do best for boys, we love you. Sorry, Pa, XXX. But somehow, um, Captain Moody landed the plane, and all 247 passengers survived. Wow. Yeah. Engines 1, 2, and 3 were replaced at Jakarta, as was the windscreen, and the fuel tanks were cleared of the ash. After the aircraft was ferried back to London, engine number 4 was replaced, and major work was undertaken to return the 747 to service. It's a very calm message, wasn't it? Unfeasibly calm, yeah. Very calm way of saying all, like, all four engines. That's like, yeah, we're fucked. Like, just maybe don't tell me. I'd rather not know. And if you have ordered the vegetarian option... <laughs> Do let our stewardesses know. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the flight. What I quite like about when I, when I do flies, you know, there's a there's an option you can watch anything now. Like there's fifty thousand movies available to watch and stream and all that TV shows. Yeah. What I'm always drawn to is the shit graphic of the plane flying over wherever <laughs> it's flying, and there's like there's a trail, there's a line that like where it's where it's come from, and it's like a really like 1984 level quality graphic. But I it love is. that. And the plane is way too big. It's like the plane's the yeah. size of Africa. It's the like, plane what? is massive. I can't tell yeah. where I am. The plane is massive. Yeah. But also, like, it doesn't, it barely moves, obviously, because it's going such a long way. You just, but I do yeah, like no, it. Right. I do like it. I do go back to it every, yeah. you know, hour and see if we've moved a bit. What about the camera on the plane? I always, I, I, I scroll through that. You're flying at night and it's just like black. And then, like, <laughs> have a look in another four minutes. Oh, it's still black. Yep. I'm quite interested as well. You come back from the loo, you can see what everyone else is watching. You know what I mean? You just get that one. Yeah, you know, I quite like, like that too. And yeah, you think, like, why are you watching that? That movie's shit. Like, what have you picked that for? That's rubbish. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> it's so true. It's, it's always so quite true. a nice moment, yeah. though. You think, oh, you just have a quick quick look at... It's like you get the, an insight into what, net, what people watch on Netflix for a moment, but on this plane of random people. Uh, okay, I've got another one. Um, Admiral Beatty, having had two of his ships explode during the Battle of Jutland in World War One, there seems to be something wrong with our bloody ships today. <laughs> That's very Prince Charles. Sounds like Prince Charles, except I think it's a bit more serious than I can't bear this bloody thing over a pin. <laughs> and the final greatest understatement in history this week... Um, Houston, we have a problem. Yeah. You know that that is actually Houston, we've had a problem. 
It's Was also it? misquoted. Mm. We've had a problem, like, past tense. Yeah. Not quite as dramatic um, because it's not happening now, so that's why it sort of gets changed, I think. Yeah. We have a problem. Uh, roger that. They couldn't get... What was the problem? I don't remember. It was Apollo 13 on the way to the moon, wasn't it? And they realised something was wrong. What did, had they watched the tap the little screen where it was tracking where it was going to the moon and the, it wasn't working properly? <laughs> yeah, was no. that the problem? Oh, there's <laughs> shuttles the size of the moon. I can't tell where I am. <laughs> this week has been a week. Now we call me to bleat. This week has been a bleaty week. This is a weekly bleat. Have you got any bleats this week, Neil? On my bleat sheet, well, the bit fed up about um, when they use the word drop a lot. That's one of my favourite bleats. But the, the other thing that annoys me a little bit is on the news, especially here on the BBC News, they always use the correspondent's name too much. So Hugh Edwards will, yeah. Hugh Edwards will go, oh, we're going over to Johnny Johnson um, for the, I don't know, who's in Scotland because there's something going on. Johnny Johnson, can you tell us um, if the verdict is in? Yes. Thank you. That was Johnny Johnson reporting live from the High Court outside. You know, it's like... Yeah, and constantly use his name of Johnny Johnson. Like, what's going on? He's not Peter Andre. Like, why do you keep referencing yourself? Like, (laughs) you're not Craig David. It's just irritating. Johnny Johnson there. Johnny Johnson there. Like, we know it's Johnny Johnson. You've said it 15 times. Like... It's like the production film production companies, like, logos at the start of a film. Don't give a... Don't care who you are. Just tell me the news. Yeah, exactly right. (laughs) It's a bit like that with football, ex-footballers who are now pundits and they're talking about the football and then they start to refer to their own careers. Like, oh, you just scored that, Gary. Oh, that would have been a good one for you, Alan. Yeah. And you think, oh, lads, you had your moment. Let's talk about the people who yeah, actually no. play the football. Do you know what I mean? They're just <laughs> real kind of old boys. Oh, you did, you didn't manage that one, Dion. Oh, and they all laugh about it. How brilliant their careers yeah. were. That's irritating. <laughs> That's on the bleach sheet a little bit. Yeah. Have you got any bleats? Any, any, anything on your bleach sheet here? I was listening to this guy and I could hear him on the phone today and he was like, yeah, just sense check it with them and um, we'll see what they say. And I was just like, fucking, I haven't got time to sense check. I'm just fucking control, alt, delete, fucking doing something that I should have had three months to do and having to deliver it in two days. <laughs> because I haven't got time to sense check it with anyone or talk about the fucking bigger picture of shit you know some people have got better <laughs> jobs than me right that is essentially your bleat <laughs> you know when you hear someone having a conversation and it's like fucking hell you've got a good gig haven't you yeah yeah you just you, you're project managing this aren't you but it's pretty fucking light touch mate. <laughs> light you touch. know what i mean yeah I want to do some light touch gigs, you know? Yeah, light touch is good. Just massage the edges. That's, I'm yeah. quite happy with that. Let someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let people do their thing. Yeah, don't, don't, I just don't want to interfere with the process too much, you know? Just no. guide it. Give them the pep talk. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you, you know, grow and like. <laughs> light touch. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have a bit of banter about our. I've got some Christmas portmanters. Oh, lovely. This week, yeah. So, um, Christmas cracker jokes that are really bad, when you mock those jokes, that's called Riddick Yule. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's really, really quality, that one. Don't Riddick Yule my joke, my Christmas cracker joke. Although, although it does just sound like ridicule. 
It does sound like ridicule, but you've got to emphasize. You have to. You have to leave. You have to leave the pause. Yeah, you've got to have a pause, dramatic for dramatic effect. Um, if you had someone who is maybe allergic to, oh, I don't know, sultanas, um, and you couldn't put sultanas in the Christmas cake, that would be a sultana clause. <laughs> that is quite specific, but 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 brilliant. Yeah, that works very well. <laughs> That's all I've got for Christmas portmanteaus. Oh, well, good effort. I've got nothing. So that's a good effort. A special tidy. Special tidy. Flag of the week. Should we have a look at flags? Oh, flag of the week. Are we on to bees? I don't even know what we're on to. Let me have a look. So last week it was Australia. So if it was Australia last week, this week it's Austria. Austria? Yes, Austria. The Austrian flag is, um, it's basically a hamburger, kind of. So it's red, white, red, uh, yeah. horizontal stripes. Do you think the Austrians were like, look, this is really our chance to shine here, guys. What about red, white, red? Horizontal. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were never going to, like, really push the, push the boundaries. It's really dull, isn't it? It's classic, but it's, it is dull. It doesn't kind of do that much for me um but i can't also overly criticize it because it's it's kind of instantly recognizable i see austria's flag all the time i'm like oh that's austria's flag yeah do you so, you yeah. see austria's flag all the time and you go oh that's austria's yeah flag. when you see it in the olympics or, or you know i always look at flags like if i see a bunch of flags i'll always try and see how many of them i can recognize and austria if, if ever there's an austrian flag I, it's always immediately recognizable um, the only similar ones to it are probably Poland and um, I think it's Ind- is Indonesia, the other one that's red and white as well. But yeah, but yeah, so it's quite um, recognisable. Yeah, it's just, I mean, to me, it's like a two out of ten. Yeah, for me, it's probably, let me just make a note of what you scored it so I can get that down. For me, it's probably a, it's still a decent, I'd give it a six. <laughs> Did you know, Kia, that somebody, I've just looked this up, uh, somebody, a hobbyist or general admirer of flags is called a vexilopho, and hang on, a vexilophile. A vexilophile. A vexilophile. A vexilophile. You are a vexilophile. Sounds like I need to go on a list. Vexilophile. Some people like trains, some people like flags. What can I say? I'm a flag man. What at what what point in your life did you think? Yeah, yeah, I love flags. I I just what what point in your life were you drawn to the the flappy, colourful things? Uh, I was probably like about five or six. I used to get um, flags of the world posters. I was always really into those, and I just remember being amazed at like Libya, which was um, all green, and then um, Nepal was the other one. It was like, what they? How come they don't have to have the same shape as everyone else? And that you know. <laughs> Classic vexillophile. I was a bit of a weird kid, I guess. Yeah. I feel like now, if, 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 if every country had the chance to come up with a flag, they'd put more into it. Do you know what I mean? It would be a big, yeah, bigger probably. process than just, well, what about red, white, red? Do you know what I mean? Like, there would be a massive to-do. It would cost billions to come up with, to generate a flag now, these days. There'd yeah. be focus groups. It would go through, like, referenda. It would just be. But we did massive. that. We had a referendum over here for a yeah. flag. We had, and it came down go. to four um, designs. If you, I'm proved correct. Yeah. Did it cost millions? 
It cost 45 million New Zealand dollars. <laughs> oh, it was a flag referendum. We had to vote. Have a look at the, the, the final shortlisted flag that was to go up against the existing flag. And, and, and those were the two choices. And the old school one wanted it, the original one. Yeah, the original flag won the referendum. Um, it was, I think it was about 55, 45, something like that percent. So it was, it was reasonably close. I don't think it was a compelling enough alternative design. I think that was the problem. If you type in New Zealand flag new yeah. um, and click on the second picture, that's, that's what was put forward. Oh. 1990s tea towel. I'm going to be honest, I prefer the other. You prefer the new? Oh, shit. I do. I do. Boo. Old I think, school. I think but, like, it does look flag, newer. But... It does look newer and it does look more... It like looks newer, but... Properly designed. It's like got too much going on. Also, the four red stars. Does that mean that you've won four World Cups? What is that? That's the... Su- <laughs> That's the Southern Cross. Is a, it? A constellation that we see here. But even You're, the blue, the blue's a little bit more leery than the current blue. Like, I don't like the new blue. If they'd don't have kept the, the old like blue, slightly... I fa- yeah, that's fair enough. They just punched up the blue, haven't they? Like, why, why punch, up, punch up the yeah, blue? Yeah, but it's like, keep the old, the old blue's better. Like, don't it, change, you don't need to change the blue if you're going to do the blue. But it's a lot, lot, like, lot of more the interesting two... than the old, the old flag's just like, yeah, Union Jack in the corner, on blue, four stars. Like, it's it's classic, yeah. but dull. You can tell that the next one has been focus grouped, completely designed within no, an it's inch been, of its life. It's been focus grouped back, to hell. But punched like, up the blue. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely a newer flag. You can see that. It's just going to look messy. Ah, uh, no, too much, man. <laughs> too much, man. That's because you're a vexiolophile. What is it? A vexiolophile. You, you, you bang into it. You're too close, my friend. Vex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I might Vexion. be wrong. I might be wrong, but um, that's a poor, a poor flag. Really poor flag. I have to say though, at that point in time, like in your life, that must have been one of the high points. Being a vexiolophile, and your own flags oh, being voted upon, you must have been like in heaven. I think I'd have heard you that week as well. It was a big week. We need we need a new flag, but not not that. That's what I think. You know, you've got the fern, and you've got stars, and you're trying to use the fern as a break between the two different colours so that you can incorporate the stars in a different colour and still have the black. Oh, it's just too much. It's it's not a Where's Wally drawing. It's a fucking flag. Wow. Like, just just the the silver fern on black. Done. Yeah. Done, diddly done. You can't really do it. It's like the Scottish referendum. You can't do it again for a generation, surely. You can't just, like, keep voting on the flag i mean you'd love it as effects as a vexillophile you'd bloody love it <laughs> this could be the, this could be the start of your campaign here this could be the moment it starts a campaign for the just silver fern on black boom if if scotland did leave the the uk would they remove the blue from the british flag that's an interesting um well vex, i suppose they vex. well they, they should do because they're no longer in the union. But um, how could it be the union jack yeah. without without Scotland in the union? It would be just the jack. But um, it would. I've had a look at how it would look without the without the blue. It wouldn't look good. No, no. But they've they've actually said um, that it's, it's, if they have another referendum in Scotland, it's illegal like to do it. 
the European Court have gone, no, you can't go rogue and just launch your own. You need the support of the British government. And they'll always say no. I don't know what Scotland, uh, what the Labour Party would do if they won power. They might give them the chance to do it again. I'm not sure what their policy is on it. But um, yeah, so they're a bit fed up about it in Scotland. I can understand why, but... If they do do it again, they might bloody choose it because they'll be like, well, we'll never get another chance if we don't say yeah. yes this time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It would be really yeah. weird, though, I think, if they were independent. But, you know, fair enough. At the same time, fair yeah. enough. Like, especially with the British government as it is, not not a great model for, um, especially after Truss. Like, you'd say, oh, how could we no. even be ruled remotely by these idiots? But, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it would be a bit weird to strip out the blue from the flag. That's for sure. <laughs> hey, I'm getting a battery low on my headphones. Oh no, it's battery and I'm hearing, low. I'm hearing about every third word oh, bloody um, hell. that you're saying. So I'm feeling like it's probably time to... Wrap it up and have some porridge. Or in your case, go to bed. Time for a nightcap. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, I have a lovely week. And um, good luck with the light touch management. See ya. See ya. Ho, ho, ho. And what would you like for Christmas? I'd just like a flag I can be proud of, Santa. Ha, ha, ha. Vexiologists. Strange children. <laughs>